Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Urban Village. I am Shawana Carter, founder and executive director of Carter's House, and I am your moderator slash host slash, I don't know, motivator. I am your chief hope dealer. How about that? Okay, okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And yes, I brought my friends back. Woo! We got JJ over there. CEO and founder of More Parallax Defined. Awesome. And we brought Henry back. Yes, only psychologist. Only <laughs> Do not believe that foolishness. <laughs> oh, I'm a psychologist. Oh, I might not be licensed. Yeah, that, that would be the important part, though, Henry. He and is the male voice. Yes. yes, yes and then yes. we have Akins. I am Akins. I am the board chair for Carter's house, as well as a school counselor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that I'm trying to hype you up. Listen, I just want y'all to know I'm so glad y'all cannot see us. I'm so glad. One day I'm gonna turn the camera on and let y'all see what this look like inside of here. But we are uh, recording today and we are thankful for those of you who have taken time to listen to our podcast. Uh, we did some discussions on having a growth mindset in financial literacy, and today we're going to talk about setting some goals. So, um, I don't know what your mindset is on goals, how you monitor yourself, how you keep up with them, how you know if it's a big goal, small goal, intermediate goal, um, who you have in your life that holds you uh, accountable to meet that goal. Um, how do you celebrate the win when you get a step toward the goal? Um, and so all those things are important. Um, and so we'll start off with a little conversation. Um, y'all can't hear these three in here just giggling, y'all. I wish I'm going to turn the camera on next time and go live. I am. I sure am. You guys have got to hear this. As y'all can tell, we are a really relaxed podcast. Um, I believe in creating a circle and creating a village, but I also believe in being authentically me. And these three who surround me believe in that as well. So we have a blast. Um, so when it comes to goals, Akins and JJ, I'm going to pinch them like we in church, y'all. I just want y'all to know that. Uh, let's talk a little bit. What are goals? What do you define? How do you define goals? I mean, goals are something that I feel like you put into place to help keep you focused so that you can be driven to do something, want to be better than where you are. So you set little achievements, things for yourself to make sure that you're pushing forward, making a difference. Okay. So I think that, uh, and y'all can chime in as you feel, I feel like you set goals for yourself even without really setting a goal. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's not something where you wake up on New Year's Day and say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. Right. You mm -hmm. wake up one day and you decide I'm going to start running or you just start running. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not really a goal you set for yourself to run X amount of days or X amount of miles a week. You just decide in yourself that I'm going to do this. Um, and once you've done it, it becomes you realize, oh, I did set that. You know, maybe it was internally mm -hmm. and you just decided that I'm going to do this and you do it. So you set and then you meet your goal. Um, like I have personal goals. I think we all do. I set, I actually set goals at the beginning of the year. I set personal and business goals every year. And I didn't start doing it until maybe like two years ago. Um, and then I share them with a few people that are really tight uh, with me. And those people hold me accountable to those goals. One of those goals I'm going to stop putting on my list is to be vulnerable with the people I'm close to. 
Uh, because every time I say that, oh my goodness, I am forced to cry in front of people. However, the people who know me most and the people who know me the best, um, I need, I have to have that space, right? And so that's a personal goal for me because for many years, I did not give myself that space to be vulnerable in front of anybody. And so I think when we set goals, sometimes we think about it in a lofty sense, right? Mm -hmm. You wake up one day and say, I'm going to make a million dollars. That's a big goal. That's a big goal. That's a big goal, JJ. But do you set steps for that goal, right? Because you can very well make, I'm not telling you can't get your million dollars, but I don't think you wake up one day, uh, contrary to popular belief, we are not Mark Zuckerberg, and we didn't just wake up one day and become a millionaire. That just ain't the way it happened, right? Um, We are not Bill Gates. Um, They already exist. It does not mean you can't be the next one. However, they even, they took steps to get to that million dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, Zuck created this nationwide, you know, world-renowned platform for us to see and talk to people that we really didn't want to see and talk to. However, when when he did that as a college student, because he didn't have no friends or whatever the story is that's behind the, it, that's the longest um, he didn't realize that that's what it was going to turn into. He just wanted to talk to some people. Yeah, that wasn't the goal. That wasn't the goal. It, it, but and now he is rich outside his mind, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, what is goal setting like? What do y'all define uh, as the goals as setting your goals? Like, how do you? What is it that you do to set a goal? How how do you break that down in knowing that that's what you want? I mean, like you said, you get up every morning. And you're setting a goal without even realizing that you're setting a goal. Because today I'm going to do da 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 yeah. You know, you're going to get up, you're going to get dressed. I mean, it could be something that is a routine. But if you want to change something, again, you have to change your mindset of what you want and how you want to do it as well. So setting goals helps to trigger new behaviors, helps to guide your focus, and helps you to sustain that momentum in your life. So... It's not really that you're basing it upon what somebody else thinks, says, or feels, but it's on you personally. What do you want to accomplish for yourself? What do you want to do for yourself? Where do you see yourself within the next day, within the next week, within the next month? And you start out small, but again, as you said, we set those every day without even realizing that we're setting them. Because, I mean, that's, t- that's the definition of a goal. It's the object of a person's ambition or effort. Uh, an aim or desired result. So just, you know, to your point, you get up and you decide, okay, so if I'm working at a call center today and maybe they got on my nerves yesterday to the point where I really am considering maybe I don't want to work around these people anymore, then maybe the goal that you set for that day is maybe your final goal is, you know what, in six months, I really feel like I'll be happier if I'm working with another company. Mm-hmm. So you start out with that desire of what you're trying to accomplish, and from there begin to break down the little, maybe many goals in between that you can set for yourself in your ultimate desire to reach that that you know that aimed item in your life, whether it be physical, you know, whether it be something tangible, whether it be mental, spiritual. It all starts with wanting to be a better version. Yep. Of I agree. And so we already, <clears throat> I've already realized that we're already back to talking about your mindset, right? So it's an idea. Basically, to me, it's just a fixed idea somewhere. Hey, I like fixed that. I, fixed idea, and then you uh, align your 
whatever your activities or behavior to flesh it out. So what is, like I said, it only got to be in a lot of percent for what your five-year plan is or your goal for the next six months. Like I said, be just getting something done today. My goal is to do whatever today. And so you kind of um, restructure your whole day to make, make that feasible. So kind of like that, I'm guessing the point. So even if it's a year goal or two year goal, it's an idea. I mean, it's something that's just uh, deeply rooted and then you just align the rest of your life to try to attain it, to flesh it out. That's good know, however it is, so. That's good stuff. I like that, that, that fixed idea. Yeah, yeah that's to, it. It's back to mindset, right? So should your goals be realistic? Like I believe like, we can all have these lofty, crazy goals, right? Because nobody would have told me nine years ago on Wednesday that I would have started a nonprofit that grossed over $200,000 last year. Nobody would have told me that. Nobody would have told me that I would have served, we would have served over, I think I'm over 10,000 children in nine years. The, nobody could have told me that, right? All I wanted to do was get some chair and some clothes. That was churn. That's what I said. That's all I want to do, right? And so I don't necessarily believe your goals have to be realistic. I believe you have to believe that you can accomplish the goal. But everybody else does not have to believe that your goal is realistic. Like, Say that again. I don't, yes, Say everybody else doesn't have to believe that. I Yeah, I, I don't believe that you're going to grow wings tomorrow. I'm sorry. I just don't believe that that's going to happen. However, if the goal is to be a race car driver and you take the necessary steps, and you don't have a driver's license, guess what? If you take your steps and do what you're supposed to do, you can be the race car driver. Mm -hmm. Right. And so realistic, yes. But lofty, you know, big, have those too, right? So anybody else got anything on that? Anybody think that they like your goals really need to be realistic all the time? I wouldn't say all the time they have to be realistic. I mean, we come up, we watch fantasy shows all the time, and it's like, ooh, I want to go to Dubai. Well, guess what? If I'm not creating the steps for me to go to Dubai, then it's not going to happen. Oh, it's just going to dream of Dubai. There you go. <laughs> so you have to take the necessary steps. And some things are just hopes and wishes and dreams, and we have to decide which one of those hopes, wishes, and dreams we actually want to make become realistic. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know what that dream means. I know for me, when I was uh, when I was younger, because maybe because I lived close to downtown, but I didn't know what my profession would be. But I just remember being little and always looking downtown and being like, I want to work in, you know, I just want to work in one of those big buildings. I can see myself being in this big building. I didn't know what the job was. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you, you know, how that was realistic. I just knew that that was my lofty goal as a kid was, I want to work in one of those buildings. I want to be in one of these high offices. Now, as I've lived my life and, you know, just- That is custodian. And, you know, God, <laughs> God being who it is. They are They're important because you do need them. But Very. I didn't know, you know, from being a kid that 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 translated into being in commercial real estate. I didn't know that that's what that would look like. But mm -hmm. I got my dream because to a certain, you know, to a certain degree, 
I'm working in those high-rise buildings that I wanted to work in. Mm-hmm. But you take those steps. I but think realistic I sometimes too. Just when uh, I want to say lobby in a sense that where if I want to try to be a musician, and I basically just throw all caution to the wind and try to flesh it out, and somebody you know might say that, hey man, what you talking about? At least at this juncture, it's just kind of not realistic. I mean, you talking real, you know, you think overnight that it's gonna happen to the point now you don't quit your job. You know, I think that's for some people. They start talking about you know realistic or some people like I said it's on interpretation. You say anything, you just talk about uh, bigger success more than what they accustomed to, you know, or you know what they seen and they consider you delusional, you know, like hey yeah you tripping, you're not finna be on that show or that movie, you know, for me to say I wanna be on TV or something, you know, until it happens. Like you said, some goals just come stumble across. I mean, it wasn't actually a goal, you know. Like you said you be wanting to be in that building. That was the goal, it's just, and now you own something like that. You know, you, you know, find yourself in a place where God and bless you, you know, and, um, and through your own achievement, now you actually own this building, or the CEO of this company, whether it's building a building, erecting buildings like that for you and your company. So, I mean, just, um, Whatever, why y'all looking at me like that? Because <laughs> you, you dropping knowledge. We was listening. No, I think your goals to some extent have to be realistic to you. But I need to say, I want you to do me one more one favor. Uh, read that definition of a goal one more time. Well, I will be on TV. The definition of a goal is the object of a person's ambition or effort and okay. aim okay. or desired result. Awesome. So we work toward that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. We set the goal. We work toward the goal. So, yes, you can be, your goals can be large. They can be, you know, span years and months and days or however. Um, <clears throat> but they only need to be, in my opinion, they only need to be realistic to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Now, we're not talking about dreams. We're talking about goals. So when you set this goal, um, you set it with an end in mind. Right? Um, and so... Um, why do we need to create goals? Why do y'all feel like, like, I think you need to create them because you need to have something to work toward. Right. Right. You got to have something to work toward. Like if, again, if you don't like your job, as JJ mentioned, that's something you're not really comfortable doing. Um, and so you decide six months, I'm out of this thing. Okay, cool. So give your time, give yourself the, you know, end date. And then figure out what are the steps. And I think you create them so that you know what changes you want to have in your life. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, like, if I don't like something, then I don't like that I weigh too much. Somebody else might think it's okay, but I don't like it. So I'm going to go to the gym. So what's my goal? My goal is not necessarily to release X amount of pounds. And yes, I say release because you don't lose weight. Because if you lose something, you find it. I don't want to find it again. Oh, you release okay. it. All right. Right? All right. Boom. I'm not looking for it, so it's yes. not lost. Free. I want to set it free. Fly away, bird. Fly away. Um, but you want to you want to create the goals so that you can know what you're working toward, is my opinion. Um, it gives you some direction. I mean, and with a lot of us, we need to know what is it we're getting ready to do. What is your purpose? Need that structure. Yeah. Need that structure. Yeah. Right. You need to know where you're going. Um, now, as you set the goals, though, I'm going to throw this off the books. Um, we often think that the goal keeps us focused, but are we always 
Uh, I want to make sure that everybody's understanding that as you set the goal, the goal can change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even as you're on your way, on your path to accomplishing the goal. It should change. It should change because you should realize that you've grown in an area and you need to shift. And maybe the goal got bigger or it got smaller or it moved completely. Um, your path, more defined. it becomes more defined. You began to realize like, okay, my initial goal was to do X. Well, then as I, you know, did A, B, C, and D, realizing that X sounds good, but Y sounds better. So I'm going to go ahead and work towards why. And as you shift a little bit and move, you know, to E, F, G, and H, you realize, mm, yeah, let me shift this over a little bit more. I'm going all the way to Z. Let's go. I'm not afraid anymore. I've made these steps and move forward. But you're becoming more aware as you keep going on. As you're taking the steps to achieve something, you're becoming more aware of yourself. So it's the self-awareness that you're becoming mindful of. Yeah. And you're wanting to fulfill, and it's not so much about what somebody else sees and what somebody else says, or what somebody else does, but what's right for you. That's real. That's real. That's like, I mean, your goals are your goals. Like, you may set a goal for, you know, your children to do this or to accomplish this, but that's not their goal. Mm -hmm. That's your goal, right? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes as parents, we set these goals. Even there's a, um, a St. Jude commercial the cancer research hospital mm -hmm. that's been running for the last week and I've seen it on TV and the mama says about her child um, that you have goals for your children, you know, to grow up and to walk and go to school and graduate and get married. And she says, but his, her child having cancer was not one of those. Totally agree, right? Uh, but all those goals that she had set for her child, if her child, uh, preferably the child survives, but if her child decided not to get married, that's not your goal. That's not your mm -hmm. goal. That, that's, I'm sorry, that is your goal. That's not your child's goal, mm -hmm. right? And so I think that sometimes we have to remember that as our friends and members of our village or our children or our significant other, we have to be willing to set a precedent, open up the doors and share our goals, but understanding that even though I have a goal for my babies to have you know, a life lifestyle like this, that's not their goal, that's mm -hmm. mine. And I want you to be, I, I want you to live life better than I did. But at the end of the day, it's not your goal. It's mine, right? And I can influence and try to help if that's your goal. But if that's not it, then I need to honor and respect what your choice is. Now, if it's foolish, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Um, know, and that's, a, that's the hardest thing is accepting what they choose instead of what we want. Yeah. Yeah, and parenting is tough like that. You know, it's tough as they start to grow. Um, I know we got, you know, him and with the little people and JJ with, the, you know, no people, but you, you got the nieces and nephews. There you go. And you have, you know, you, you get you get a, a, a unique perspective, JJ. You get a unique perspective <laughs> because you get to not be the mom with the goals, but you get to be the aunt who listens to what the child says. But now you got to navigate between the two and try to bend it back together, right? And mm -hmm. um, and so it's different. It's different when um, you are um, not the person who has the goal for the child. You have your own set of goals for nieces and nephews mm -hmm. because you know their potential, right? Mm -hmm. And you know what they what they can accomplish and they can get these things done. But it's not with the um, mindset that. This is my seed, and I need you to be this and do this because it's gonna make me look good, 
Right. Yours is a different feel. Yes. Yours is a push. Yours is I'm here to help you and I'm going to push you it's along. Bingo. It's Yours is support. different. Yeah. It is, you know, and these days, depending on your family dynamic, the aunt or the grandma or whomever, just because you birthed the child, you're not always the person to take them through to the end. That's so it. even though I am my nephew's aunt in every way that was real and that was tangible, and a lot of people don't know this, I raised my nephew. Mm -hmm. So in every way that wasn't giving birth, I was his parent. Mm -hmm. I made sure that that mom was fed because she did not take care of herself mm -hmm. from the moment the child was born. I was the one uh, putting his schedule together and taking care of him before school, after school, all the points in between, making sure he went to all the, you know, went to all these activities, making sure that he got in a school, period. So there are, there are different areas, but to a certain degree, I always remind myself, I'm still not your mom. Mm -hmm. So my job is just to try to support and help you fulfill any goal that you want. You know, and to your point, being the person in between, you know, you got grandma who's maybe wanting you to do one profession and, you know, mom who wants you to do another profession. I don't have a bone in the fight in either direction. I don't care what you choose to do. I want you to do whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy, I will support. I dig that. I do. I think that's, that's always a unique um, perspective. As the, as the mama of some children, me, and the auntie of some other children, I get to look at the niece and nephew and go, so what you want to do? Mm -hmm. And I get to sit and talk to you in a different tone, and I get to go back to my sister and my brothers and explain, hey, they're not, right, and they're, they're not, not listening to you. They're listening. This is just not the thing that they want to do, mm -hmm. right? And so I, and, and guess what? My siblings come back to me with that same conversation. My older children come back to me with that same conversation. Hey, mama, that's what you want, but it's not what they want. And you have to accept that, right? It's a learning process. Parenting versus, you yeah, know. Yeah, because, yeah, I think Serena and Venus would have said the same thing about a lot of stuff they didn't want. Uh, I had argument with people all the time about that as far as, because there's no, I, well, no, like I said, there's not no right or wrong, because there's a lot of wrong ways to parent, but there's no, Set a stone right way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you let your kids have freedom or, you know, um, enjoy the youth, per se, you know, yeah. being a kid, you know, oh, they being kids, as opposed to somebody else that's a little stricter, you know. Yeah. So they robbing them somewhat of a youth that you feel that they, they entitled to have, but as, a, as an adult, they thriving. And they, mm -hmm. like I said, they would. So I don't think they bemoaning the fact that they didn't have sleepovers when they were little. It's now sending them being Venus and Serena and, and multi-millionaires. Right. So, I, I, like I said, so that was a parent. That's an executive decision he made as a parent that I feel that them doing this prioritizes the end, even their own feelings and saying what they don't want to do. So, um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, because, you know, the fact that even us ourselves, some of the things that we said when we were younger, I'm sure that we don't stand on a lot of it now. You know, mm -hmm. and sometimes we cringe when we think about some of the things we said or done back then. So it's kind of hard to gauge that from a child, you know, for them to say what they don't want to do right now. I think you a have... A lot of times it's in our best... You know, I, I know what you mean in a sense of people drilling their children to live a certain way. You know, most parents aspire their children to be better than them. 
So that's kind of a goal setting itself that they indoctrinating with, not necessarily, and they mean better. Like, and it, it might be a phenomenal person, as you know, a parent, but they just want you to set that goal for yourself to exceed. But you know, and they don't always speak about you know monetary um, means or gain. Like you exactly. said, it might just be a better person, and I will be more compassionate or be more you know morally grounded or more virtuous than I am. Something like that. It's in all aspects as a person, you growing this this person, and that's why I say a lot of people lost on that. And I don't get it when you when you're looking at these people that you help create and, and understand it. I mean, because by the time you know you got to expire, that you leaving them basically to the wolves, to wolves out here, especially in this in this climate. So, and for us as parents, like you said, knowing that we are gonna die, you want to leave them indebted. So sometimes it comes to a matter of respect, man. Like at some point, you just gotta grow up. And like so, a lot of the stuff that we we talking about, you just gotta listen to it. I mean, cause um, like you said, you know, the people that set in place to help you, and That's some it. people are ran out by the fact of they don't understand the comprehension level. So if I'm sitting, and I'm using bank terminology, then I'm losing you. Mm-hmm. So it, sometimes it takes somebody like me to speak in regular speak, so you can get what's going on because that's why a lot of people they don't want to sit there and be inundated with a whole bunch of words and stuff you saying about you know fiscally this and financially that and this and you put the CRA and the DDV and the DUA and they, oh, they don't know what you're talking about that's real though that's why it's, yeah it's like that's that real. so and they it's, don't want it's to. the same so thing. they don't understand the, the jargon you using yeah nothing so it's like and then all they know is like man girl don't mess with them bank you went down there yeah they were telling me this like man don't mess with them bank you keep your money and just do this and do that because you're them bank you can't trust them and you know whatever and whatever I mean like I said because a lot of people get dissuaded and knocked out goals that they set for themselves whatever it is because a lot of us looking outside of ourselves for help when it's all like I said it's all inside so mm-hmm. and then what she said was uh, like I said um, it's good too it's the difference between a goal and a dream mm-hmm. yeah see a lot of us try to make dreams goals mm-hmm. and it's not that's when it starts becoming unrealistic so when you're talking about goals, dreams, and then you got aspirations. Mm-hmm. Things I aspire to hope one day. I, I, I want to be wealthy. I can't put a, I'm not going to say just a millionaire. I mean, because you said it all depends on what your idea of wealth is. That's you right. You to be middle class to have Because they say really um, any couple, every couple, if you financially, you know, um, responsible, you should have at least six months of uh, money put up like whatever your bills like your basic bills is mm-hmm. rent car notes whatever it is you should at least have six months of that in the event that one of y'all you know get sick or something, something happened that comfortably you you, you don't got to worry about the bills so whatever to that person recover or to whatever it is y'all going through y'all overcoming then you good you're not going into like you said survival mode and that's where a lot of people don't invest their funds and that's why it's hard for you to save stuff and if somebody goes get out of traffic because you don't have the discipline, then life happens. And then, like I said, so it's a lot of stuff that goes on. That's why I say none of it's black and black and I white. Mean, I think you have to have contingencies built in. I know everybody is kind of different in how they uh, fulfill their goals or bring their goals to fruition. Because I'm a person who can easily get distracted. Mm-hmm. I like to write my goals down. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like you said, life does happen. Anything can kind of go on, and before you know it, you can start out, you know, in a in a good place of this is where I would like to make it. Mm-hmm. But then life happens, and it's like I'm so busy trying to survive mm-hmm. that you forget to continue making those steps in those moments that are available towards 
that goal and getting that accomplished. So I'm a fan of writing it down. I want little notes in the car. I'm gonna put up little stuff in the mirror and the closer I get to it, even when I'm not accomplishing a goal, if I did a task that gets me closer to the goal, I'm putting it on my little roadmap. It counts. I need to it do that. counts. It's work. I might do that. not. That's I'll never write nothing down. So, I, I need to start doing that. No, so it's a more visual. Everybody tell me that about vision boards. About yeah. I know people that do it, but but um, it's a great reminder to yourself when you've had a bad day, a bad week, that you just like this is what I'm I don't for. think I'm I'm, I'm, I'm making it. You look up and you're like, well, two months ago I had no points on the board. At least I looks like I made four steps. But I still got twelve more, but I'm trying to get it. I mean, do you actually get that you want? Like whatever car that you have, I mean, if you're gonna have that on the wall, would you actually forget that's the car that you want? I so mean, it's not, it's not, I don't, I don't that's not it the sometimes. point. Um, so setting a goal, like I'm a whiteboard chick. I got a big okay. old whiteboard in my room at home. So writing down the goal and then writing the steps to get toward the goal, mm -hmm. like JJ said, on a bad day. Now I didn't forget what the goal was. So if the goal was to buy me a Bentley or whatever it is. Yeah. I haven't forgotten that I'm getting there, mm -hmm. but if to get to that goal, I need to increase my my credit score by 150 points, yeah. right? So if in week 12, I'm having a bad month, but I realize I've increased that score by 60 points, mm -hmm. whoa, like it felt horrible all this 30 days, yeah. but I made progress. And so taking time to celebrate that win is essential when you're trying to get to your goal. Oh, yeah. Whether or not anybody else does it with you, mm -hmm. you know that I'm still moving forward. Well, yeah. Right. Forward progress is better than no progress. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that's the part that we have to remind ourselves. I am horrible. This is Shawana. And I am horrible at celebrating the small, the small wins. Yeah. Right. Um, because I live in a space where I'm always trying to accomplish more. And so I had to learn to stop and take time to celebrate mm -hmm. the small win. The small win means a lot. Um, and if we don't do that, then you get so wrapped up in I still haven't accomplished my goal. And that's all that I'm focused on. And if in 10 years you still have not met your goal, you have now started to believe I'm never, never going to meet that goal. But if I celebrate the fact that in two years, I got my credit score where it was supposed to be, and in two more years, I've now raised the money for the down payment, and in two more years, I'm now picking out the lot where I want oh, to go get my car. Boom! That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that car. You see what I'm saying? Now, you it's a talking real about goal. your real goal. Oh, that no, it's not a real goal. Yeah, it's not right. a real goal. I don't want a oh, Bentley. Okay. I don't want a Bentley. But, but to your point, the, but yeah, you're right. But I the whole point is thing. like for that car or for that thing, you don't just wake up one morning and it's like, now I get to jump into that goal. Yeah. That goal yeah, is, is reflective of yeah. 20 other tasks yeah. exactly that like you got to do yeah. to make it there. So because there are different types of goals. You have the stepping stone. You got to have those. Mm -hmm. um, you got to have your short-term goal, your long-term, and your lifetime goal. Like, you know, the whole time, lifetime goal. So we have mm -hmm. those things that we want to get done, um, and it might not be, you know, two-year goal. might not be a next-month goal. Mm -hmm. It might be something that I work toward my entire life. You know what I'm saying? My whole lifetime that I spent on this wonderful earth that I get when I pass away, it's in my obituary. She lived her life with this as a goal and she accomplished it, whatever it is, right? And so you have to look at your goals in that manner. At least that's what I think. 
right? So your stepping stone goals might be a tiny small one, but it's a stepping stone to get you to the next piece and the next piece and the next piece and the next piece, right? And so you have to honor those. So when we think about our steps to goal setting, look, I didn't learn this acronym until I was good and grown. <laughs> Cause sometimes you wake up and you just want to have these big old goals, right? Um, yep. But you have to be specific, right? You set a smart goal. So be specific in your goal. What is the goal? Like define it. What this is the goal. What does it look like? What? Yeah. What, is, what, what does is it, it smell like? What it tastes like? When I get to this thing, how am I going to feel? Right. Friday the next. Uh, that's where they came from. <laughs> Tastes good. My son, if he's listening, he's going to know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, is it specific? Is it measurable? Like, can I actually measure my progress? Right? That's that whole thing about them stepping stones. You know, I'm going to accomplish this in the next 30, 60, 90 days. How am I going to get that? And then is it attainable? Is it real? Like, can I actually do this? And I don't think that there's anything that you should limit yourself when setting a goal, but make sure that it is realistic for you. Mm -hmm. Right? And don't limit yourself because where you come from doesn't look like anybody else has ever done that because the reality is somebody has. You might not know who it was, but somebody has attained it. Um, is it a relevant goal? Is it relevant to what you're doing in your life? Are intentions of meeting the goal relevant? Intentions of meeting the goal? Intentions of setting a goal or even meeting it, meeting meet it. My intention? It I mean... Well, no, you, yeah, whatever, whoever no, 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 I'm asking, but is it, are you saying yeah, like my intention is to be wealthy? I mean, like, I mean, that's my goal is to be wealthy. Okay. I mean, does it matter my intentions or why I want that? No. No. As long as I meet it, that's all it matters. That's your goal. That's your goal. Okay. It's what matters to you. It's like, again, it doesn't, your goals should not be based upon what somebody else thinks, says, or feels. It's about what's good for you and what are you trying to do? Yeah. yeah. If you want to be wealthy, you you define your own definition of what wealth is. Wealth to you could be, uh, I got my own place, all my bills are paid, I got my own car, it's paid off, my insurance is caught up, I can wear whatever I want to wear, I can buy whatever shoe I want to buy. I'm not hurting for anything. Yeah. To somebody else, wealth could be, I'm waking up and I got groceries in my refrigerator. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat the next day. Mm -hmm. So wealth can be measured in completely different ways. It can be measured materialistically. It can be measured spiritually. Because that's how I, I personally, that's how I measure wealth Hello. is with is through food. And I measure it that way because when I grew up, both my parents worked and they worked really hard. But we were also really very, very poor. Mm. And so eating really was something that was a big thing. And I didn't realize until later on how it affected the even the little small things that I did. Where everyone else, when they would eat, they would eat at a normal pace. I gobbled my food in. Because you never, I don't know how long it's going to be here. <laughs> You know, like I dig it. somebody might come and I decide, you might look over here and be like, oh, they look good. Now it's gone. It could fall on the floor. Anything what can happen. So I'm like, oh, no, this is getting in. 
before anything happened. That's an interesting concept. And so, you know, it's just like, in general, in life, a lot of people, the funny thing is when they meet me or when they're talking to me, they assume, you know, all these other things. And it's just like, they have no idea that my confidence comes from the fact that when I woke up this morning, there was juice in my refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Don't let me have juice in the refrigerator. (laughs) Oh, 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 hot. (laughs) Because <laughs> I did not grow up that way. Yeah. Right. You know, like having water in there. I know some people, I've heard some interesting things about what people ate growing up. But a grease sandwich was not far fetched in my household. A and grease a, sandwich. a grease, grease sandwich is when there's no food left. And you just and fry you, the bread. You, you don't even fry the bread. You go in and you just rub the bottom of the pan, hoping to get remnants of whatever was in there. And that sandwich gets to tasting real good. That's how poor we were growing up. But so, you didn't realize you were poor. But That's I didn't realize that, that was my I state of mind. Were the lowest. So <laughs> you know, so it's just like even little things like that. That's how I gauge my wealth, and I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Okay, is the fact that it's like, was I? How hungry was I today? Most people don't know, it and it's not a common fact. But to me, it's something that goes through my head every day. I did that, but it's just like I tell myself every day: if I've had a cracker, I'm gonna starve because you only need a cracker a day to live and not starve. Okay, learn something new every day. You have to really understand somebody's, you know, mentally where That's they're real, coming though. from and how they gauge their wealth. Yeah. And see, for me, like wealth, growing up in a family where we were, and we still will tell you to this day, we were surrounded by love, right? Mm-hmm. You know, are surrounded by love. My father is deceased, but my mother is still here. And we are still very much surrounded by love. I come from uh, my grandparents. Um, had seven children or have seven children. Um, I have a host of cousins and, um, you know, we, I have four children of my own. Um, I have nieces and nephews um, and we are a large family, right? Mm -hmm. And so wealth to me is a happy family. Mm -hmm. It always has been, right? I take the role of a parent super, super uh, serious. Um, I'm not the best, not perfect. Uh, I do the best I can, but for me, a good day is like yesterday. My children were at home, even the one who was grown, uh, one of the ones who was grown. Uh, when they go to work and they are productive and good citizens and living on their own and they ain't calling me for money, that is wealth, right? Because I've I, it's accomplishment, right? I have taught you something, and so I I have never been one who is really impressed because you make. A bunch of money. Don't do nothing for me. I've been broke. Broke don't mean nothing to me. That don't scare me, right? It's not frightening to me. Um, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit I have come home and hit the light switch and the lights have not come on. You know what I'm saying? I've lived in apartments my most of my life, and so water always comes off because the apartment comes and says turn off water. But um, but I've come home and, and not had lights. Um, I've had to go to my mother's house and eat dinner with my children. You know what I'm saying? I've had to call in a friend or go to a food pantry and all those type of things. But my wealth for me is in the smiles of my babies, right? It's always been that for me. And when I can't, and as as a mom, when I can't fix the frowns, mm-hmm. it's hard yeah. uh, because yeah. 
I feel like I, you know, I, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do because I'm a parent, mm-hmm. right? I'm a parent, but that's my wealth. So yes, Jamie, while my wealth is not in food, and yes, my mama, uh, I am not a chicken eater because my mama loved chicken. But when we realized that we was grown, when we was grown and realized we were poor, it was because mama had made us eat chicken 50 different ways in one week. And I was like, I'm not eating another piece of bird, yeah. right? Um, I don't eat. There are certain foods I will not eat because I'm, they were cheap. Uh, pork and beans. Yes. I don't eat cantaloupe. I don't eat bologna. And I eat chicken when I want to, only when I want to, right? Um, And so, um, but there are things that you think about when you're an adult and you realize it, that those things are how you determine what your wealth is. Um, And so, uh, what wealth looks like to you. Um, Because I had a person who um, questioned me once before because my children and I spent a lot of time going out to eat and hanging out at restaurants or in the kitchen and hanging out to cook. And they were like, take your kids out somewhere, let them experience things. I take my kids out all the time. However, when we were poor, um, before I started Carter's house and we moved nine times in two years, um, when we lived in a motel for about two weeks, I didn't have a kitchen. And a lot of that time I didn't have money to take my children to go eat. And now that I can afford, that is our bond. We go in the kitchen and we cook and we talk and we sit at the table or we go to eat and we hang out and we laugh. Um, And there's a different way. So whatever wealth looks like to you, listeners, this is what you define your wealthy state as. And whatever that goal looks like for you, this is how that goal looks for you. So if your goal is to be a better parent, what are the steps that you take to get there? Um, so in our SMART goals, the last thing is you are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So give yourself a limit when you set your goals, right? Mm-hmm. So don't wake up and say, I'm going to be a millionaire. You know, we're just going to be a millionaire. Yeah. Well, when? Yeah. When are you going to do that thing, right? Um, and sometimes that may be, the time may have to be extended. I have a book on my desk at home, and it's a five-year. It just says five-year. That's mm-hmm. what it's called. Uh, and it's a five-year plan book. And in the book, you write out and draw, I'm a horrible artist, but you draw out what you want to see, right? Um, I got it at a FedEx store. Um, and I um, I have changed it several times as my as I grow, as we stated, then mm-hmm. the goal changes. And so there are some pieces that stay the same, um, and then there are some things that change. And I go in and edit it every so often, and put in what the next piece of the goal is. And you set the steps on how do you get to these goals. Um, And so um, be specific when you set your goals. Make sure they're measurable, make sure they're attainable, make sure they're relevant, make sure they're time bound. And yes, I read that twice because I wanted to make sure you got that. Um, So be, you know, make sure that you set SMART goals. It's necessary so that you don't feel like you're floating around in life. Mm -hmm. That you don't feel like you're just- Yes. It's when you're floating around. Right. You don't you don't really have anything that you've created as a task or something that you're moving towards. That's how your friends talk you into doing dumb dumb ish. Uh, you almost said it. I heard it. Yeah. We're gonna get in trouble. She caught it. She caught it. Is by not having some kind of plan. Yes. They, they say it and you've heard it in kind of in different arenas, but you know, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing about that goal. It helps remind you of what kind of what you stand for, what you're moving towards. Because somebody else can kind of come in and get you moving 
and grooving in their lane and then before you know it you've abandoned your ship completely and it's mm-hmm. it's totally okay for your uh plan to change your mm-hmm. goal to change um i'm a big fan of if you're what is it your failure to plan is a plan to fail mm-hmm. um so you have to have some type of plan um, i have people who i know in my life who always say i don't plan things i don't plan things um, and I have one person in particular the other night, I asked him something, and he's like, what's the plan? I said, what? Did you just make a plan? That's what that sounds like. Right? Because you can't, I, I don't know that you live life without one. Because um, yeah, you got it. I don't trust people like that. Yeah, I don't know that you can do that, Henry. They be trying to sound cute, Carp Diem. Or that's how, that's Carpe Diem, Carpe Diem, I just seized the day, you know, they try to. Hey, man, bro, like, stop. They just told me you, <laughs> you ain't got no direction and you reckless. Like, yeah. I need to. I need somebody that's a, like somewhat of a moral compass, or like or somebody that like, someone can help, like the, the expert, like that moral compass, that I, and I'm trying to attain. That's a goal in itself, but yeah. So if you sitting there talking about you know you live every day like it's you know like whatever. I mean you talking real foolish no, no. to me. So yeah, yeah. Know, I mean you live. You're supposed to live your life to the fullest, and I think yes, you live every day, hope yeah, and with anticipation that maybe this might be my last. Day, but I mean you got to have some yeah. kind of direction. Right? I want to to work if I knew the day with my Yes. Life. I want to say the next day. You think I'm going to yeah. work? I'm going to slip in. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's I'm why I always right say now. live each day to the fullest because you don't ever know when your next day And that's one day. thing. But to, yeah, I'm saying, but, but in theory, it sounds good. But then as a as an adult, I mean, somebody responsibilities, you can't actually live every day to your fullest. If that was the case, we could be like, well, come on, let's just go and whatever. And every day will be a party. So yeah. really, you just, uh, yeah, you're the hedonism, so, you know, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's what you want to do. We'll just move, go to the Bahamas and stuff, and live off the man, huh, baby? Live just, off the land. Yeah, yeah, to the fullest. To the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Time Don't out. say live off the land. Gotta answer to nobody. Part. That's my life goal. Uh, Is um, it? Yeah, it is. To do what? To, to ultimately, once it's all said and done, I've, I've done what I'm supposed to yeah. and accomplished what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to in life. If I've taught myself everything that I need to literally move away from civilization, this is just my personal mm-hmm. desire, but it would be the happiest way to die for me to be out in the woods somewhere where literally I'm, I've got my farm where I'm, you know, I'm making my own food. I'm taking care of myself in every way that matters. I've taken the responsibility of taking care of me away from anybody that's not me. It's just me, Jesus, and the Lord. Let's do it. Interesting. For me, as a person. For me, that's my ultimate goal. And that's where I find my happiness is the ability one day to be able to just kind of be like, y'all can have it. And I'm keep going. I'm out though. Let's go. That's my goal. That's my ultimate life goal. It's to be like, I'm done now. I paid everything. My house is paid for. My car is paid for. I don't owe y'all nothing. I did not sign up for anything else. This is where the buck stops. Jamie signs nothing else. From this point on, I'm out. Enjoy. (laughs) So let me ask you this. Uh, Let's go back to this real quick. Where should you write your goals? I'm a whiteboard chick. Um, I'm a list maker. So I have my goals on my phone. Um, I'm going to show you. They can see it. You can't. I write this real. Nice. That's for all, uh, this year? It's 2022. Goals. So I have personal goals, professional goals. 
Okay. And so I do that at the beginning of the end of the year. So by the end of the year, I start praying on what are the next set of goals. Like the last two weeks when mm -hmm. I close the office up for two weeks, I spend time in prayer and I start trying to figure out what is it that the God, that God wants me to work on for the next year. That's a very healthy work-life balance. Oh, that's just two weeks. <laughs> but but it's good. I take some, that. Some people, even in a year, yeah. you don't take yeah. even a week that's real. to just say, Oh, I used to be that person. I just want to focus on yeah. That's literally putting myself in a in a positive mental space to get ready for what I want to do next. So that's in that is an incredible goal in and of itself to get to a point where you can sit down and say, "It took time." I just want to be able to kind of pray over this to put myself in the right mindset to making to bringing that into fruition. Well, honestly, action. this last year I think I had seven days, but. I took the seven days, See? but it, it, it took time to get to that part. Um, but where do you guys believe you should write your goals? Like, are well, you a, are, I need to go and write them down. Now, are you a list like maker? Huh? What works for you? Like, are you a list maker? I'm going more poetic. I write mine on my heart. You hear me? <laughs> Yeah, I wish you all could see the look that we're getting here. <laughs> right I do. I do. It is I write that on, on the sheets of my heart. Okay, so how do you go back and make sure that you're making that you're taking the steps that you need to achieve your goals if they're only in your heart? Because I know I'm not. Um, yeah, I think about this. I need to be writing down. I probably need to be that. That's goal right there. Sick. Write down the goals. Yeah, I haven't wrote that composition of thing y'all gave me. Seriously? I, I need to. I got a lot of stuff to write too, man. Just, just put it out. out. Let me tell you something. That was just to help you. The writing sound. Yeah, writing is. Yeah, cleansing. but I need it. I'm saying that for the discipline of, of of achieving a goal in itself. I mean, it's a lot. So you I'm not make a goal within a goal. I mean, that's yeah, like saying, that's that's like saying my goal that's is to do beginning. this. Okay, but I have to. No, I need to sit down and, and, and stop spending money. In order to save money, you guys are spending money. Or you got to make a lot of money. So whichever, so whatever it is. But even so if you make a lot goal. of money, if you haven't trained yourself to be financially responsible, yeah, then you're only going to have said a lot of money for a short amount See, that's why I said about intentions. It was something I... Uh, um, you, the the reason why that, I said that. If you have an intention layer, to even My intentions of reaching a certain goal don't mean nothing to you. But mm -hmm. then for myself, and that's why somebody go because my intentions of getting money might be all for the wrong reasons, not to help people or you know. That's or, your business. So that's I, your I know, I understand that, but I'm saying for me as a person, that might be why my goal of change, depending on me as a person, how I grow. So goals I might have said when I was younger, mm -hmm. but why did I have even an interest for now as an adult? Right. But you changed your mindset. Yeah. I like you to go to, to college won. to get a degree that they don't even. That uh, they can't utilize, they no longer have the. They disenchanted with it. Whatever and just because the you particular go to field doesn't is. mean you walk so away with a degree. Hello, well, I'm just saying. I, I was there for three and a half years. And oh, no, I know. You can have the eight degrees and still not use anything that you have with the eight degrees. Go ahead. I think y'all um, college is a soft spot for y'all. I say college, y'all go out. <laughs> Something about college is. I don't know what it is, what the story is, but. JJ, yeah. do you write your goals? And if you do, where do you write them? I do write my goals, and I write my goals wherever I can. There is no limit. I can be in the grocery store, 
I can be at work. If there is a piece of paper and something for me to write on around where I have that aha moment, I am scrambling to get it down somewhere. And that's because for me, I, you know, sometimes I'm in a lot of different pockets. And so I like that random reminder where if I have something going on that week and I'm so caught up in getting that done, but that's just something I have to kind of get done. It's not really towards any of my life goals. Then in between that, I like to remind myself of that goal. It helps me get through maybe a task that I really don't want to do because it's like, well, I got to get this done because the moment I get this done, then now I can put my attention back on my goal and how I can move that ball forward. Cool. So I, I scurry and put it in there. Akins, where do you write yours? Or if you write, where do you put them? Well, I have to write because I have to make it visual. I'm one of those, all three levels of one, I have to see it, read it, and see it, and everything else in order to make it happen. So I have it in my phone. I have it on calendars. I'm a list person. I create my list of what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to do it, making sure that I check it off and accomplish it. And if I don't, got finally gotten to the point where I can say, it's okay that I haven't gotten everything I've done on this list today. There's tomorrow and tomorrow I can get it done. Mm -hmm. So I have to actually be able to visualize it to make sure that I'm taking the steps that I need to take. So the vision boards that you talked about, I just made several of them. And I still have that same no, vision. I need me one. We're going to make them in, the, in group. So I'm a, I'm a uh, digital person. Right. So I don't I will write, but I have learned over the years that planners do not work for me because I will forget the planner mm -hmm. and I don't open it back up. I can't use composition books except to take notes for things because I don't go back and read them. Right. So I have to do my things on my phone. So for my for the listeners, I want you to know that if you go in your Play Store, whether you have one of stanky iPhones. Or if you're a wonderful Android. 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 Yeah, Team Android. Um, no, I'm just playing. And I'm a Samsung yeah, user. But no. <laughs> we can do that too. We have No, I just want you to know that if you go in your if you go on your Play Store and you um if you go on the Play Store and you type in goal setting apps, you can find any kind of goal setting app that you would like. Um I on my phone I use Google Keep which lets me make lists. Um, and so in there, I make lists. Um, but I have to do it on my phone and I have to set the automatic reminder so that it comes back up and bing, remember you got these things to do. Boom, remember you got this thing to do. Otherwise, I will forget, I don't forget the goal, but I will forget what I have done and to be able to celebrate that I'm making my way to the goal. Yes. Um, so, um, I yeah, so if you go in, just type in goal setting app, it'll give you a whole list of potential apps that you can use. Uh, find one that suits you and get to goal setting. If you have any questions, of course, you know, y'all can holler at us. So, today we have some conversations on goal setting. Um, I know we didn't cover all of our questions, probably didn't answer everything you needed to know or wanted to know about them. Feel free to uh, reach out to us at 800-943-8663 via text or call. You can also email us at tuv at cartershouse.org. Um, or you can reach out to Carter's House on Instagram, Carter's underscore house. Tamiqua Akins, uh, T-A-M-I-Q-U-E underscore A-K-I-N-S um, on IG. Uh, JJ Reynolds at 
E-N-T-R-P-E-2-0 on Instagram. And Henry Reed at Hot Stuff Mail Dallas. That's not Henry's. I think Henry's is Henry B. Reed Jr. On Instagram. Uh... We gotta make sure Henry B. Henry, Henry B. Reed Jr. two zero one nine on Instagram. Feel free to hit us up in our DMs if you have any questions, have any topics you want us to make sure you cover, or we just need to talk. Um, we are here for you. Remember, in this podcast, we are not telling you anything that is a law. We are giving you new perspective. We want you to listen, gain some in- insight, and apply it if necessary, or want it want to apply it and better your life. That's what we're here for. This is the Urban Village. I am Shawana Carter. This is Tamiko Akins. That's JJ Reynolds. And that's Henry B. Reed. And we are out. Peace. Bye. Peace.